Weekday evenings on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. It's 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. Host Daryl Wood brings you the day's news and trending topics as only he can with a unique blend of conservative opinion, constitutionalism, and thought-provoking analysis. Join the conversation. 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood. A daily look at the news in a way you won't hear anywhere else. Tune in to 6 o'clock talk with Daryl Wood on FM 101.5 and AM 1400, The Patriot. Or stream at PatriotDetroit.com. You are in in what part of the country? Southwest Colorado. Wonderful. How are you picking us up? Oh, I stream you guys on my uh, iPhone every day. Fantastic. Um, I am a resident of Sterling Heights, but uh, I frequently come to Southwest Colorado. I am just thrilled to be hearing from you out there in Colorado. Continue to listen, tune in again, and call at your earliest convenience. Godspeed. Run to Win with Daryl Wood, Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. on Faith Talk Detroit. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome to Bible Talk. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell here with you, along with Brother David Anderson. We weathered the storm, and we made it. And so we're going to go before the God of Heaven to pray and ask His blessing upon our broadcast tonight. And so um, we're going to just start off with that. Heavenly Father, we come right now in the name that is above every name. Father, we enter into your gates with thanksgiving. We come into your courts with praise, and we're thankful. Even for this day, Lord, we are thankful. We are asking, Lord, that you go before us in this broadcast, that you would speak to the hearts, Lord, those that are hungry for your word. And, Father, we are asking that you'd be with those that are in hospitals right now, that are sick. We're asking, God, that you would touch them. Jehovah Rapha, the God who heals those that have cancer and diabetes, um, those that are dealing with um, dialysis, Lord, we just ask you, Father, that you would touch them from the top of their head to the sole of their feet. We pray for children right now, God, and the young people and the pressure that they have, the temptation that they have to deal with, Lord. We just ask that you would minister to them, especially those that are raised in Christian homes, Lord, that know the truth. We're asking, Father, that you just have your way those that are discouraged today, those that are depressed, those that are grieving, Father, the, the loss of loved ones. We're asking, Father, that you would minister to them in Jesus' holy and matchless name we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so tonight we are going to be dealing with salvation, other gods, kind of piggyback off our, um, our pastor as he was talking um, earlier on the, on the um, recording. And so just to see where... Do we get salvation? Is there any salvation in other gods? And so um, the number to call here, 866-423-9578, to be a part of our discussion. Again, that number, 866-423-9578. All right, uh, David Anderson. Um, you know, I was just listening, Pastor Moss, talk about all these gods. Uh, yes. You know, the one that he mentioned, one, uh, they they called Herod in, in Acts 12. Oh, yes. That, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and, and he allowed the people to go on and go believe on, it. Yeah, and praise them. Yeah, it's right. in Acts chapter uh, 12. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. as a result, he ended up dying for it, too. But, yeah. but you know, and, and I, I think I, I have mentioned this once before. 
uh, a dentist that I only had been to twice mm-hmm. asked me about all these religions how in the world that you have in the world, how in the world do you know which one is right? Right. And my response to him, and you heard this, heard me say this before. Probably. My response <laughs> is, is uh, all you got to do is ask and answer one question. Each religion had a founder. Yes. Each religion had a founder. Where it is did. the founder of that religion today? Right. Buddhist, who started Buddhism, where is he at? He's dead. He's in the grave. Yes, stay dead. Muhammad. Who started Islam? Mm-hmm. He's dead, and he's still in the grave. That's right. And you can do that all the way down the line. Jesus, who started Christianity, who founded Christianity, he died. He, right. And this is what I told the dentist: He died. He stayed in the grave for three days. He died for our sins. Right. He was in the grave for three days, but he got up and walked out. Right. Out of all these religions in the world, he's the only one I know who died, who was buried. Buried and stayed there for three days, but he got up three days later and walked out that grave. Right. I don't care what I might have believed prior to that, right. but if I don't care what my religion was prior to that. Right. If I see anybody uh, mm-hmm. that can die and die not for his sins because right. he, he was sinless. Wrong. did nothing wrong. He died for our sins that we might have life in him, and then he walked out that grave three days later. If I'm going to follow anybody, I would follow him. Right. But then we see all these other gods in the world, as as Pastor Moss was bringing out, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I look at uh, Jeremiah chapter 16, verse 20, and let me turn to it real quick. It says, uh, and I'm reading out the NIV, do men make their own gods? And it's like a rhetorical question because it, he answered it. He said, yes, but they are not really gods. Right. In other words, you can take a tree and cut <laughs> it down and shape it into whatever you believe that God should look like and bow down and worship it, right. you can make it into a God for you, right. but it's not a God by nature. It's not. A, it's a God that you would have to to carry around on your shoulders because <laughs> uh, he's not going to say anything to you. He's not going to uh, hear anything. Uh, he can't walk. He can't go anywhere. It's just a God that you shaped in your image uh, to satisfy your needs. And people do that today. Uh, people... People make their God in their own image, so mm-hmm. that way they can do what, feel free to do whatever they want because there are, are no consequences in, in many cases of the gods that they make in their own image. Mm-hmm. So do men make their own gods? And, and the question is yes, but they are not really gods. As Paul says in Acts 19.26, and let me, let me turn to that real quick. He says, he says that man-made gods are not gods at, at all. all exactly amen <laughs> <laughs> yeah so we're t- uh, we're here dealing with these other, and a lot of people um you know have backgrounds that they come from mm-hmm. and they have their ritual and their tradition mm-hmm. and um and they believe that you you know you just do things differently um myself i um you know minister in a, a nursing home on sundays and one of the biggest thing that um we face it's um, tradition. You know, um, people believe that um, you can you can pray to Mary, mm-hmm. have her put in a word for you. Um, you have those that believe that you can go to the priest, you know, and, mm-hmm. and, ha- and let him tell you that your sins are forgiven. You know, but the thing is, we have to know what the truth is and what the Bible um, says about that. And we, um, in Luke chapter 1, 
you know, one lady I was, we were at a table, me and my, a friend of mine that we minister together, and we were talking, and the lady says, well, you know, she believed that we can talk to Mary because, and this is what she said, I'm quoting her, she's the mama. <laughs> she's the mama, you know. <laughs> I mean, some of these elderly people are spunky, you know. That's funny. She goes, she's the mama. And I said, let me show you what, let me tell you what mama said. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, okay, we're going to look. See, we're going to write it on that. Let me tell you what the mama said. <laughs> so we went over to uh, Luke chapter 1. Mm-hmm. And I emphasize, I started um, actually in verse 42. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I I, you. this is when Mary um, went to meet with Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. And um, she spoke with a loud voice and said, blessed are you among women. And that's important. She's not blessed above women. Mm -hmm. The text didn't say above, right? It said she's blessed among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why is this granted to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For indeed, as soon as the voice of your greeting sounded in my ears, the babe leaped in my womb for joy and then Verse 45, going on into verse 46. Blessed is she who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. And then the mama said, look mm-hmm. at what mama said. Mama. <laughs> and she's getting ready to say, this is she's a mama. I said, listen to what Mama Mary said. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior. Now, wait a minute, Anita. Wait a minute. Now, that can't be because in the Catholic Church, they teach that Mary is sinless. Well, she needed a Savior. That's what I, I don't yeah. understand. So if, you, if you're sinless, you don't need a Savior. Right. But this is what the Word of God says. Right. Yeah. And then if you read, if you, you know, if you isolate what, what she's saying to her Savior, you would see that you can't go to her. She cannot help you because she says that her soul magnifies the Lord, and her spirit has rejoiced in God her Savior. And then she goes on to tell you about her her Savior. For he, her Savior, Mm -hmm. has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. For behold, henceforth all generation will call me blessed. Yeah, blessed. You're blessed among, not above, women. And then she goes on to say, For he, her Savior, Mm -hmm. who is mighty, has done great things for her. If you're the Savior, you don't need nothing done for you, right? Right. And holy is his name, and his mercy is on those who fear him. Mm-hmm. From generation to generation, he, her Savior, has shown strength with his arm. He, her Savior, has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He has put down the mighty from their thrones and exalted the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich, he, her Savior, has sent away empty. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy, and he, her Savior, spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and to his seed forever. This is what Mary said. Mm. This is what the mama said. Mm. So you definitely, if you need a Savior, you cannot be the Savior. So what you're saying that Mary is... Regardless of what they show on TV, what they say in the Catholic yes, Church, yes, because uh, you find people praying to Mary, yes. Sometimes they'll deny, but they pray to Mary because they say Mary. They they paint a picture that Mary is nicer than Jesus. He's he's easier to go to. 
the go-between. Yeah. But she can't be the mediator either because First she, Timothy 2.5. Yeah, she misses um, the, qualifi- the uh, mediator qualification. Right. And this is what it says here. And the priest, too, you can't go to him because... He doesn't meet the qualification. And this is, I said, this is why I just love the word of God. It is so rich. Now look at what um, uh, 1 Timothy chapter 2 um, and verse 5 says. And actually we can probably read into it. Um, verse 4. Who desires all men to be saved. God desires all men to be saved. Isn't that awesome? This mm-hmm. is really a good one too. Who desires all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. God wants us to come to the truth. And then here it is. For there is one God, like you were saying, you Mm -hmm. know, all these other gods. But there is one God and one mediator between God and men. And and the scripture goes on to tell you who that is. The man Christ Jesus. And this is a qualification. If you're going to pray to somebody, ask them first. If they have gave themselves a ransom. (laughs) <laughs> for all to be testified in due time. So he gave himself a ransom. If you're going to be the, the mediator and if you want to forgive my sin, you have had to give your life a ransom. And we see in Mark ten forty five where yes. Jesus said that he came yes. to give himself a ransom. And not only that, remember in um, Psalms 49, no man can yeah. redeem the life of of another. 49.7, yes. Yes. And um, we're going to look at that text right now, too. It's good to turn there so our listeners can can know that the Word of God is what we have to follow. And and this is what he said. And so, you know, either God is true or he's not telling the truth. You know, and if he is, then we, we're going to change the way of how we do things. So here in Psalm 49 and verse 7, this is what it says. None of them can by any mean redeem his brother. No priest on the planet, no one, no Mary, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. And then um, verse 15 tells you who, who does it. But God will redeem my soul from the power of the grave, for he shall receive me. So we see that. We, you know, we can, you know, follow tradition and we can believe that we can do these things. But the Bible clearly teaches that we can't. You know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, earlier this year, or I should say last year, when we were out street witnessing and I ran into a Muslim and we had a, a real civilized, decent conversation. And he says that the Quran says that uh, one man cannot die for another man's sense. Right. And I agree with, we agree with that. Oh, yeah. The reason is because all, with the exception of Jesus Christ, everybody has sinned. Right. And if there's going to be an atonement uh, for man's sin, it had to come from a perfect sacrifice. One who was without blemish. Right. One who was without sin. Sinless. Right. And Jesus Christ was the only person... Uh, you know, because I was looking at Surah 39.7, it says, no bearer of burden can bear the burdens of another. When it mm-hmm. says no bearer of burden, no one who has sin right. can bear the sins right. and of that's another. What, and that, that's what uh, Psalms 49.7 uh, is confirming it. But go across the street to four, Psalm 49.15. That's what I read earlier. Okay, read it again. Okay. <laughs> but God will redeem my soul. God is the redeemer. And this is where Christ comes into yes. the picture. He's yes. the God man. Right. Since it was man who had sinned. Right. It had to come from man, but yet man was incapable of providing that perfect right. sacrifice because right. ever since Adam had sinned, 
we all inherit that sinful nature. Right. So this is where God had to come into the flesh and provide that perfect sacrifice. And this is where Jesus comes into the picture. Yes. So, um, you know, you know, and I I showed him this, you know, Mm -hmm. that this is this is a situation we cannot. No man can help us Mm -hmm. because all mankind have sinned and fall short of God's glory. Right. All of mankind needs a savior. And it's not Buddha. You know, he died and stayed dead. It's not Muhammad. He died and remained in the grave. All the popes died mm-hmm. and stayed in the grave. None of them got up. You know, and, and then another thing they talked about, too, is um, the different um, saint that you pray to. You know, mm-hmm. but praying to the dead. Right. These are dead people, dead sinners. If they didn't accept Christ as their Lord and Savior. So you cannot do that. But mankind is always trying to find another way. Mm-hmm. And the Bible clearly tells us that Jesus Christ came and died. He is the Savior of the world. He who knew no sin, Second Corinthians 5.21, he who knew no sin became sin, our sin bearer, that we may become righteous. So God made a way, made a plan, and we want to still try to work some things off. We want to half, go half and half with God. You know, there's people that believe that, okay, I come to Christ now that I'm saved, and now I've got to keep myself right. But you can't. Right. You know, and so the, the Scripture made that clear. And we're falling short. We're continuously falling short of God's glory. You know, it's interesting. I was talking, to, is it that time for a break? Yes. So we will take a break right here, and we'll be right back. Hello, friends. This is Evangelist Anita Campbell, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news now. In addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500, you can also stream us live on Radio.com. Just go to Radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the Radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at Radio.com. I like people. It's why I got into HR. And I like liking people. So even when Kate drops a thousand resumes on my desk, or when three new hires start on the same day, I don't stress. I've got it covered with Bamboo HR, the easy-to-use HR software platform that makes it easy to manage our people data so I can focus on people and not on processes. For hiring, Bamboo HR's applicant tracking software keeps us ahead of the competition by making it simple to evaluate and hire the best applicants. And automated onboarding tools means less forms and more time to create better first days. Plus, simple tracking for employee work hours, paid time off and benefits, along with world-class employee performance and appraisal software. Add it all up, and no matter what the day brings, I still really, really like people. Sign up for a free trial at BambooHR.com slash HR. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. BambooHR.com slash HR. Our campaign to bring life-saving food and water to suffering families in Guatemala continues here on FM 92.7 and AM 1500 Faith Talk Detroit. My name is Todd. I'm with Food for the Poor. When we started our campaign in January, we had a list of about 52 families desperate for life-saving food and water. And so far, you've responded beautifully. So many people giving gifts of all different sizes. So far, about 21 families have had that miracle of food and water provided. But we are not done yet, and you are 
still needed. 32 families remain on our list. Incredibly, just a $27 monthly gift can provide one suffering family, a family of four, with food for a year and water for life. Comes through a local pastor, local feeding ministry, so it's always wrapped in the gospel of Jesus. If you'd like to be a part of this, could you call right now and give your best gift? $27 a month feeds one family. 855-849-4673. Or you can give online at faithtalkdetroit.com. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or The Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Talk. This is uh, Evangelist Anita Campbell here with you and Brother David Anderson, and we are dealing with uh, salvation today. And so the number to call here, if you want to join us, is 866-423-9578. And it's just, you know, just really heavy on my heart. You know, uh, people (coughs) need to have soul insurance. You need to know where you're going to spend eternity. And you need to know before you go. Right. You know, you can't, after you're gone, it's over. You, there's no, you know, redemption after you die. Everything has to be done before you leave this earth. And that is so important, Anita, because, you know, I was just reading a track about a couple of weeks ago. Right. And it said, if you woke up this morning and found out this was the last day of your life, would you be ready and would you know where you would spend all eternity? And that is so provoking, you know, thought provoking because yeah. because most people most people don't know where they're going. And 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 what's interesting about that, Jesus made a statement concerning that. He says in John twelve, verse mm-hmm. thirty five, mm-hmm. a person who walks in darkness does not know where he's going. That's right. That's true in the physical realm. If you turn off all the lights, the sun, the moon, the stars, any fire. You couldn't see the hand in front of you. Right. And and, and uh, years ago, Michelle and I did this did this test, you know, mm-hmm. where we turned, we were in a building and we turned off all the lights. You couldn't even see the hand in front of your face. Wow. But it's not only true in the physical realm. Jesus was applying it to the spiritual realm. Yeah. If you don't know where you're going when you die, then you're walking in darkness. That's right. And, and he's the light of the world. Right. In John 8, 12, Jesus says that. Yeah. I am the light of the world, and he encourages he us follow to be. Follow it, and shall not walk in darkness. Right. And Jesus, as he said, I knew, I know where I came from. In That's John awesome. 8, 14, I know where mm-hmm. I came from, and I know where I'm going. Right. He is the light. Yes. So uh, go ahead. Yeah, so we were going to read um, before the, we went to that break, um, First Timothy chapter 4, um, verse 9 and 10. Mm-hmm which says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptance. For to this end we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is a Savior of all men. Now, he's a, we're talking about Jesus Christ. That's right. He's a Savior of all men who receive and accept, right. accept him as their Savior. Right. He said um, the Savior of all men, especially of those who believe. 
And that's the key. That's, that's the, the key. And when we say believe, we're not we're talking about not just having a head knowledge. Right. But as Paul says in Romans ten, nine and ten, with a heart man believeth. Right. Repentance. Right. You know. Repentance, but John one twelve says to those that receive and believe, right. who put right. their exactly. trust in him, he yeah. gave them the power to become a child of God, a son of God. Right. John one twelve. Yes. So as you said, two things that are so necessary for salvation is is repentance. Repentance is turning away from practicing sin and turning to Christ, receiving him as your Lord and Savior and putting your trust in him. In him. That's right. And by doing that, you receive the assurance of salvation because, you know, like we were talking about it a a couple months ago in 1 John Mm -hmm. 5, 11, 12, and verse 13, it says that God has given us a record, a a testimony. testimony. Right. I mean. That we might know whether we have eternal life or not. Right. It says, he that hath the Son. Hath life, and that right. life he's referring to is eternal, eternal life. life. Yes, and he and it says that he, he, the person that does not have the Son of God, who rejected him, right. or for some reason never received him as a Lord and Savior, right? That person who hath not the Son of God hath not life, right? And you know, and a lot of times people say, well, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, <laughs> it's kind of hard for me to believe, you know. But then when look at what it says in First John five and nine, it says if we receive the witness of men, mm-hmm. the witness of God is greater for this is the witness of God, which he has testified of his son. I mean, really t- think about the witness of uh, men. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, go, you Let's say you're going to Florida mm-hmm. and you're going to get on that airplane. Mm-hmm. You didn't ask any questions about the pilot. <laughs> Does a man drink? Does he, he is smoke? He on drugs or you anything? Know, right. You know, and then the manufacturer that built a plane, did you check that out too? Mm-hmm. You know, but you Purchase your ticket and you get on there. That's a receiving the witness of men. Because, I mean, God didn't build that. Men built that. And so you buy your ticket and you get in there and you sit in that seat. You put your headphone on. You don't know who is up front, you know. And then, you know, so we, we have faith mm-hmm. in other things, you know. You go to the doctor. Did you check his background? Is, is he a real doctor? Mm-hmm. I mean, really. Is he I mean, imposter? You don't know. You just go in, make your appointment. And you go in and you lay up there on the table. This man you don't know. So the thing is this, we receive the witness of men. You know, we receive men witness. But when God tells us, and it tells us that God is testifying here. This is like you're, you're on a witness stand. God is testifying. And look at what he tells us. He says, if we receive the witness of men, the witness of God is greater. Mm-hmm. For, th- for this is the witness of God, which he has testified and this testified is over and over. You see it in the text. He has testified and it testified, he testified of his son. He who believes in the son of God has the witness in himself. Amen. And he who does not believe God has made him a liar because he has not believed in the testimony that God has given of his son. And then here's a testimony. And this is the testimony that God has given us, that he has given us eternal life. And this eternal life is in his son. He who has the son has life. And he who does not have the son of God does not have life. Though These things he said, I've written to you who believe in the name of the son of God that you might guess. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that not you guess. May wonder. Nope, not wonder. No, it said that you may know that you have eternal life and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. We continue to believe because a lot of people start off, 
you know, when they're young, believing. Mm -hmm. And then they're not believing anymore. But the true test, if you're really a believer, you continue. Believeth means to continue to believe. Mm -hmm. So he talks about that. And that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Amen. You know, Saturday in Champ, we were talking about this because in Islam, they do not believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's mm. according to the Quran. Right. But we were covering just what you read today in First John 5, 9, and 10. Mm-hmm. And, and the question is asked, is, is asked um, it says, we accept man's testimony. We see that in the court right. of law. Oh, we, yeah. we see that we will accept man's yeah. testimony in the court of law. And then we ask the question, well, whose testimony is greater, man's or God's? Right. And, of course, God's testimony is greater than man's. Yes. And here, here in verse 10, it says, anyone who believes, who believes the Son of God has his testimony in his heart. Mm-hmm. Anyone who does not believe God it's made him a liar. has made him out to be a liar. Now, what is God's testimony? We see in Matthew three sixteen and 17 right. at the my, baptism. Yes. And, my, and what did it say? This is my beloved Son. In whom I'm well pleased. And, and we, in Mark one eleven too. Yeah, and then we see it again in Matthew, Matthew 17, yes, and verse 5. Yes. On the Mount Transfiguration. Yes, and he said to listen to him. This is my beloved son. Listen to what he says. So we see at least in those two places, three right. places, right. that God is testifying that this is my beloved son. Right. And not to believe it is calling God a liar. a liar. Right. You know, and that's a sin because Jesus said, if you don't believe that I am, John eight twenty four mm-hmm. that you will die in your sin. If you and, don't believe that I am who I say I am. And he said it twice. Yes. And one thing I did learn uh, uh, in school, if the teacher repeats himself twice, then it's important and it's going to be on the test. Like you said, here in John eight twenty four, Jesus talking to the same people said, you will die in your sins if you do not believe that I am. You will die in your sins. So that makes it an essential doctrine. Right. Essential. Necessary right. for salvation. Right. And placing your trust in what Jesus said. And it's it's really interesting when you talk to people, even people in the body of Christ sometimes. You know, you talk to them and it shocks you because you're like, how do you know for sure you're going to heaven? Mm-hmm. And they give you the list. I come to church every Sunday. The devil is here too. I said, the devil comes. You're not going to heaven. <laughs> um you know, I, I sing here, I, I dance here, I, you know, the, just the thing that they are doing. Right. And really, if you narrow it down and look at what they're actually telling you, okay, and I even talked to a young man, one of my son's friends. Mm-hmm. He came over and I said, okay, if you, if you should stand before the Lord, because young people don't want to hear about dying. So I said, if you stand before the Lord and he says to you, why should I let you into my heaven? What would you tell him? And he said, well, like, you know, me, me, my mom, me and my mom, we go to church. We give money to the church. I said, God, don't. he's not broke. He don't need money. But um, that's what he said. So he mm-hmm. give money to the church. They go to church every Sunday. They sing together in the choir and all the different things that they're doing. And I, and I kept listening to the list. And I didn't interrupt him because I wanted him to kind of see what he's saying to me. So then I read, I said it, repeated back to him what he said. So I said, so you're going to go to heaven. You stand before the Lord, and he asks you, why should he let you into heaven? And you're going to tell him that you went to church every Sunday, you gave money to the church, you sang in the choir, and you do all these other things for the church, the things that you do. So I, then I ask him, what did Jesus come for? What was that all about? Amen. You know, because if you can do all these works here, why did he, Jesus came, um, made a wasted trip to earth? 
in Galatians 2.21. Right. It says if we could attain righteousness. Right. And you have to be righteous to get into heaven. Right. Then Christ died in vain. In vain, right. If, if we could attain righteousness by good works, by, by the by the law or doing com- keeping his commandments. Right. Then Christ died in vain. Right. And the, the promise came before the commandment anyway. Um, we're going to take a break right here. And we'll be right back. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. With the impeachment pageant largely behind us, get ready for the flood of what did we learn essays. But there are no lessons here other than the abuse of power by members of a partisan majority in the House to raise profiles and profits for themselves. This chapter leaves a constitutional scar. This behavior is not what impeachment was intended for. President Trump's phone call did not include any offense, much less an impeachable one. We won't know for 50 years what impeachment does to Trump's place in history. My guess? Not much, given his outsized personality and growing list of achievements, including rebuilding of the U.S. military, appointments of so far to Supreme Court justices and a growing list of appeals court and district court judges, a massive tax cut, a very strong economy, 3.5 percent unemployment, and I could go on. All that remains of impeachments are the ashes of the left's hopes and a scar on the Constitution. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by, making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people, they're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a large portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-797-5868. 800-797-5868. That's 800-797-5868. Hello, friends. This is Pastor Emery Moss, host of Bible Talk. I've got some exciting news. Now, in addition to listening to us on 92.7 FM and AM 1500. You can also stream us live on radio.com. Just go to radio.com, tap the news talk, and scroll down to WLQV Faith Talk. It's that simple. Or pick up the radio.com app. Either way, it's fun, sounds great, and you're going to love it. Check us out at radio.com. Hi, this is Greg Bryant, General Sales Manager for Salem Media Group Detroit. If you're listening to my voice right now, you're a listener to either Faith Talk Detroit or the Patriot Detroit. If you love one of these stations and you have experience in outside sales, we'd love to talk to you. Call me directly to inquire how Salem Media might provide an opportunity that's right. Call Greg Bryant at 248-581-1221. That's 248-581-1221 to learn more about our available positions. If you love us, come join us and make a career move that's right for you. Praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Bible Talk. And you have here Evangelist Anita Campbell and um, Brother David Anderson. Let me and, ask you, Anita. Yeah. Like, like that Dennis was saying, we got all these religious in the world. 
Right. Does any of them offer the assurance of salvation? No. So only <laughs> you're telling me only Christianity. Um, yes, Jesus Christ and, is the way. Jesus even said John fourteen six. Right. He didn't say I'm one of the ways. He said he is <laughs> the way. With the way, the truth, and the life, no man cometh unto the Father. And then in Acts four twelve. Neither the salvation in, in any, any other, other. For there's, there's none, none other name, name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The name Jesus Christianity is. The only way. So it goes back to what you were saying in First John 5, 11, 12, yes, and 13. Right. The person who has received Christ as the Lord and Savior, if you have him, right. then you have eternal life. That's right. Then it says the person that hath not the right. Son of God right. hath not life. That's right. Verse 13 right. says, these things have I written unto you right. that believe on the name of the Son of God that you might know. Right. That you might know yeah, that you yeah. have eternal life. Yeah. He didn't want us to be guessing. He wanted us to know. And that's interesting because, yes. you know, I, I've been studying Islam. And Islam, the only time they have assurance of salvation, according to the Quran, if they die fighting in the cause of Islam. That's mm. the only time they have the assurance. Other than that, they don't have that assurance. Only Jesus Christ gives you the assurance of salvation. That's right. And he gives you that testimony or witness in yes, your heart yes because the holy spirit comes inside you and right. dwells inside you right so that young man that i was talking to you know so i, I start to let him see because i said you're telling me that you are going to go to heaven just because you came into a building just because you gave through a few dollars in the offering just because you sing you and your mom sing in the choir that you know those things that you do mm-hmm. and so then i showed him the scripture titus three and five it is not by works of righteousness that we, we have, have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. And then Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. Mm-hmm. It is by grace that you have been saved through faith and that not of yourselves. Because all them works that you're doing, right. that's, that's you doing it of yourself. And don't forget Isaiah 64, 6. Right. When it comes to salvation, he right. says all our good works is like filthy, filthy rags. rags. It's right. not, it, it falls short yeah. of what God wants for our salvation. Right. And, you know, and then some, some people that I talk to also, they they go for this one. Um, well, God knows my heart. And then I go for Jeremiah 9. <laughs> I said, yeah, he knows the heart is this <laughs> deceitful and wicked, uh, desperately wicked above all else. I said, so what are you going to do about this desperately wicked heart that God knows that you have? Okay, that's what he says. The text says that. And then he says that God knows the heart. So, um, you know, so definitely, and we want to make sure that we have soul insurance. Everyone has, the house is insured, shoes insured, everything is insured, but you must have soul insurance. And that comes from none other but the Lord Jesus Christ. So we just want to thank you all for joining in tonight. And we just thank you for um, listening. And we'll see you next time. God bless. Amen. All right. Sponsored by Bible Boot Camp Ministries. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.